this episode of Turkish TV Time. Today we're going to be talking about Season 3, Episode 5, in which Hakan reaches new heights of stupidity. <laughs> I am waiting on my morning coffee, as evidenced by my earlier screw-ups of the introduction. <laughs> Is anybody having tea? Not at this time. Nope. I'm, I'm no. in between breakfast and lunch right now, so no, bre- no beverages. <laughs> Guys, God. <laughs> We're doing it right, actually. This is the precedent we've set. That's true. <laughs> All right. So now Sophia is going to take us through what happened in this episode. Okay, perfect. So this episode was interesting. <laughs> so... It starts off with Hakan like going in and out of his like weird trance-like sleep to see the past. And we see this interesting detail, which I assume is going to get picked up later, and is that his hands and his whole body goes numb when he keeps going into these trances. And his hand is like almost like arthritic, it seems like he can't really move it. But then, well, he wakes up and he it's a this is a very Zainab Hakan centric episode it's all about them interacting so he tells Zainab about his plan to lock up Faisal and Ruya and get the keys and it's one of those sequences where like as he's telling the plan the plan is happening as it happens a lot on the show so Zainab mentions that Ruya mentioned that when Faisal like when everything goes to hell he uh, runs away to a farm so basically what they do is the three of them arrive at the farm and Basically, Hakan and Zainab turn on Druya and lock her in a like barn with Faisal. And basically their plan is for them to like work things out and like get like back together again, I guess, or like just be okay with each other again. So basically they leave a camera so they can keep track of how like if they're reconciling. And then they they go back. Well, they first go back to the hammam. They call it the hammam, which I guess it is a hammam. It makes sense that it's hammam, which also I'm going to remark on it later. But distances in the show seem to like have no like they can just travel time travel or something. I don't know how they get from one place to another as quickly as they do. But basically they they from their conversation with Ria and Faisal, they find out that Vizier has more information about their plans than they think. So they find out they they basically think that there's a mole within them. So there's something that they need to do. And Hakan outright says that he's very suspicious of Budak. And he like questioned Budak and asked him where he was the other night and he refused to tell him. So he's very suspicious about that. So then Zainab is forced to reveal that she and Budak were together um, and they like slept together when he was MIA. So. Hakan obviously gets into a jealous rage <laughs> and tells Zainab like, oh, you just wanted to end this relationship with me because you you are so promiscuous. You prefer a life of promiscuity, like all these really shitty things to say, very like toxic masculine, him trying to like take care of his bruised pride, I guess. And so basically Hakan is like, okay, we need to figure out how to know which one of these is a mole. So he gets the ring our famous ring that's the most useless of the immortal elements. I don't know what to call them, or mortal elements, I guess. And basically he decides to get into like a fist fight with each of them, in in theory to train them, which now apparently he's a very good fighter. As we know, that 
changes from episode to episode. And basically he gets to Burak and like the ring doesn't light up obviously. And he gets really upset and like punches him into a wall. And like, basically they almost get into a fist fight because Burak's like, I mean, it's obvious to me that you want to fight me. So let's just fight. And Zainab has to break up that fight, of course. So Hakan is really upset. And even though he knows that Burak is not the not vizier, he decides to kick him out and like say, don't come back. So then we go back to Faisal and Ruya and they fight and he chokes her like just to show his how he's immortal and she's not and how like he has power over her. Then Hakan and Zainab are on a rooftop and they, they find out that vizier can like he speaks to Hakan through like a reflection on the window. So they find out that it's possible that he didn't need a mole, that he could just get all the information from them. So Hakan is not convinced. He decides to confront everyone. And of course, Burak and uh, Nissan are upset. They like get into, they, they like are defending themselves and saying like, I don't think it's fair that you're saying this stuff about us, etc. Basically, Zainab decides, like, defends everyone, says, like, you know, he can appear in any reflective surface. Like, he could have easily, like, appeared and, and found out all this information from us. So they just leave, and now they're again at the at the farm. So Hakan decides to go in again to try to, like, rile up Faisal. He threatens Ruya and, and does a little cut on her neck. And, of course, kind of that starts uh, Faisal's empathy up for her again now that he's, like, thinking that she can die, of course. So Hakan is, like decides to go to the forest in the meantime and goes into one of his like weird trances and sleeps and he finds out he needs to go to the maiden tower to Kiskulasit and he decides to call Nissan and say meet me there with the medicine um we need to go and do this. So then Zainab goes to find Burak and he's doing his Robin Hood thing stealing some candy bars from a store to give to small children because of course uh, he has to redeem himself in some way. And basically, Zainab and him make up and they're like teasing and like tease fighting, I guess. And then they go back to the farm to keep an eye on Ruya and Faisal. So then uh, we, we go to Hakan and Nissan at Kiskulisi and she's trying to tell him like, don't do this. Like, you're not strong enough. Like, don't do it. And they just get into a fight where she's like, oh, I just want the best for you. And he's like, no, I need to do this. And he's stubborn as he always is, fortunately. So he goes back in time and he sees like the symbol of the vizier and a bag of arrows that he, like in the flashback, asked to be buried with vizier so that they couldn't come back again. I don't know what that means. So it seems like there's something in that bag that allows vizier to come back. And he wakes up and he's like numb every, like it seems like he's very off clearly not well and so well then we we pan to Zainab arriving at the cabin and she lets Island go they had sent Island to like watch over these people and she and Budak take over so Ria and Faisal like are getting on like better and better and they have this flashback to where she like pretended to fall on the ground and be like injured in order to lure him and like tell him that she's like injured and weak and um that's why like he needs to rescue her and all that stuff and we find out that they had different names back then her name was Javidan and his name I can't remember but basically Kusred was his name oh well that's hard to pronounce yeah (laughs) (laughs) I 
Yeah, I don't think I can see that. H. H. <laughs> oh, who, oh, I thought with, it was with a K. No, who, who's Rev? Oh. This is a, a Turkish lesson for the, although I don't know what that name means, but. <laughs> so now they're like, again, back to being happy. And like, they're talking about those times when they felt mortal. Um, and Rhea's talking about how she feels about being immortal. And Faisal says, like, the only time I ever felt mortal was when I realized I was in love with you and, like, all this stupid, corny stuff um, that I'm not going to get into. And so we go back to Burak and Zainab. We're watching the footage, and Burak is, like, telling Zainab, like, I'm in love with you and, like, all this shit. And she's like, okay, you were just a fling. Like, no need to get serious about this stuff. <laughs> Classic TV. Although I like that the gender roles are kind of flipped because it's usually, like, the girl like pleading for the relationship and the guy being like nope I'm not into it so I thought that was interesting um but anyway she gets a phone call from Hakan who says that like after everything he like searched everyone's bags and found the ring like the the ring that they had been using was a fake one and he found the real one and the emblem in Budak's bag which we had seen the previous episode in Nissan's bag so plot twist I guess and so when she comes back from that phone call, she finds out that uh, Ruya and Faisal are gone and Vizier came for them and Burak is also gone. So clearly everything's pointing out like to Burak being the immortal. Well, Vizier, I guess. And then they need to regroup and they, they figure out that they probably went to get the, the key pieces from the aqueduct and because they had talked about an aqueduct. So they like, discuss possibly where there's an aqueduct between the airport and Zainab's house because they think that she hit them in that time and so then they find like they're finally able to find Faisal and Ruya and they have this car chase where they're actually not able to catch up with them but then they have this horrible crash out of nowhere and of course Ruya is ejected from the vehicle like at high speed and um, basically the episode ends with Ria dying. A couple things happened, basically. Yep. Now we're going to move into our banter, gossip, spilling the non-existent tea section. Okay, tea spilling time. What do you got, people? Yes. <laughs> no. Well... She got shot. She was the one that got shot by the arrow last episode. So that kind of proves that she's not impervious, right? Even though she's completely fine this episode, just swinging that handbag up onto her shoulder. So maybe she is the immortal. (laughs) Okay, perfect. So this episode was interesting Uh, yeah she looks like (laughs) so it starts off with hakan like going in and out of his like weird trance like sleep to see the past 
And we see this interesting <laughs> detail, which I assume happy. is going to get picked up later. And <laughs> I mean, I think that his hands like, and his whole body I, goes numb. I, again, when, when I was watching this episode, I took trances. myself back to and when his I was hand first is like almost like these events unfold so in my first like, watch through, and just how really strong way I believe then, Burak was the well, he wakes up vizier he, the whole time, it, and a, like how much they set it up. So it's kind of like it's all about them. It's like his like he's like I mean, obviously our listeners can't see the face I'm making right now, but he's like looking at. And uh, it's one of those sequences where, like, like, as this in the, the farmhouse, plan like, completely evil. As it happens <laughs> a lot on the show. So disappears and he leaves, Zaynab like, I think it up an open bag of chips, which yeah, is, like, when, so yeah, I saw, like, when everything goes to hell, he uh, runs away to a farm. Um, so basically what but, they do is the three yeah, of them arrive at the just, farm. Like, and everything points to him. basically Hawkeye and Zaynab turn on Guya and lock her in a, like, barn with Faisal. And basically their plan is... For them to like work things out and like get like back no, together I again, I guess, or like just oh, be right, okay it was, with like, each other in, like, again. The mesh, like, so basically, they leave mesh. a camera so they can keep track of how like if they're reconciling, and then they they go back. They well, they first go back to the hammam. They call it the hammam, which I guess it is a hammam. It makes sense that it's hammam, which also I'm gonna remark on it later. But distances <laughs> in the show seem to like have no like they can just travel time travel or something i don't know how they get from one place to another as quickly as they do but basically they they from their conversation with ria and faisal they find out that vizier has more information about their plans than they think so they find out they they basically think that there's a mole within them so there's something that they need to do (laughs) and hawk on outright says that he's very suspicious of Burak and he like questioned Burak and asked him where he was the other night and he refused to tell him so he's very suspicious about that so then Zainab is forced to reveal that she and Burak were together um and they like slept together when he was MIA so Hakan obviously gets into a jealous rage (laughs) and tells Zainab like oh you just wanted to end this relationship with me because you you're so promiscuous you prefer a life of promiscuity like all these really shitty things to say very I like, know. toxic and then, masculine him trying to yeah. like take care of his bruised pride i guess Ugh, and so I basically Hong i like Kong i did like, like okay, a line of that like haven't you ever had like so i'm gets bored the ring, sex, so I'm sad, <laughs> so. ring that's the most useless <laughs> of the Brock was like yeah but this felt like i'm kind of interested and Basically, he decides to get into like a fist fight with each of them in in theory to train them, which now apparently he's a very good fighter, as we know that changes from episode to episode. And basically, he gets to Burak and like the ring doesn't light up, obviously, and he gets really upset and like punches him into a wall. Yeah. And like, Right, I mean, Basically, it's like half the population is around because is allowed to sleep around, and then Burak's the like, I mean, it's obviously me that you want to fight, well so or whatever. So and Zainab has to break up that fight. So one, Hakan is really upset, and even though he knows that Burak is not Vizier, he decides to kick him out and like say, "Don't come back." So then we go back to Faisal and Muya, and they fight, and he chokes her like just to show his how he's immortal and she's not and how like he has power over her then Hakan and Zainab are on a rooftop and they they find out that Vizier can like he speaks to Hakan through like a reflection on the window so they find out that it's possible that he didn't need a mole that he could just get all Mm -hmm. the information from them so 
Hakan is not convinced. He decides to confront mm-hmm. everyone. And Good parallel. of course, Burak and uh, Nissan are upset. They like get into, they, they like are defending themselves and saying like, I don't think it's fair that you're saying this stuff about us, etc. Basically, Zainab decides, like, defends everyone, says, like, you know, he can I appear in any reflective really surface. Like, he could have easily, other, like, appeared like, and, and found out all this information from us. Thing, so, so the they just leave, and now like, they're again at the, at the farm. So, Hakan decides to go in again to try to, like, rile up Faisal. He threatens Julia and does a little cut on her neck. And, of course, kind of that starts Faisal's empathy up for her again now that he's, like, thinking that she but he's can die, of course. Hood, so so Hakan, really like, decides to go to the, the forest in the meantime and goes into the, like, one of his, going, like, weird trances and he finds out he needs to go to the Maiden Tower to kiss Kulisa. And he decides to call Nisan and say, meet me there with the medicine. So then Zainab goes to find Burak and he's doing his Robin Hood thing, stealing some candy I don't know what I don't know what exactly he said. It was something like that was, like, insignificant or that wasn't enough of us. You weren't thinking big enough like i have something and basically way cr- I mean, Zainab way and him make up and they're like mind. teasing and, like, and we haven't really heard i mean it's I been more like and then they go back to the farm to issues and conversations that have been happening more so than like the big plans so then uh so that could be like she's trying to tell me like don't do this like you're not strong enough once the dust settles with all this you know they just get into a fight detective work that she's like oh i just want the best for you and he's like no i need to do this and he's stubborn as he always is fortunately so he goes back in time and he sees like the symbol of the vizier and the bag of arrows that he like in the flashback asked to be buried with vizier so that they couldn't come back again I don't know what that means. So it seems like there's something in that bag that allows Vizier to come back. And he wakes up and he's like numb. Like it seems like he's very off. Maybe even a combo of the two. Not well. And so it's like a butterfly carrying a bacteria. (laughs) Arriving at the cabin and she lets Island go. They had sent Island to like watch over these people. And she and Budok take over. So Brian Faisal like are getting better and better. And they have this flashback to where she like pretended to fall on the ground and be like injured in order to lure him and like tell him that she's like injured and weak and people are always um, looking that's why like he needs to rescue her and all that stuff and we find out that they had different uh, names back then her name was javadan and um, his name i can't remember uh, but basically i think it's die hard four or five oh well that's hard Uh, they do like a giant hack (laughs) yeah i don't think i can see all of the traffic lights and the power and they hack everything. And <laughs> oh, who, oh, I thought I don't know if Vizier is that sophisticated, but he does have a great Instagram, oh. so maybe. You think over Instagram? Yeah, it's an Insta hack. <laughs> okay, good. So that would be better. I mean, now yes. people they're their like Instagram again back to being like happy and like they're talking they about those times when they saw mortal. Um, yes. he is talking about I'm how she feels about being song. a mortal. And Faisal says, like, like, the only the time I ever felt mortal was when I realized I was in love with you Hong and all this stupid I hope they stuff, don't do that to Zayda. Um, that I'm not going to get into. <laughs> and so we go yeah. back to Budak yeah. and Zainab are watching the footage. And Budak like is, like, telling Zainab, like, I'm in love with you and, like, all this shit. And she's like, okay, you were just a fling. Like, no need to get serious about this stuff. <laughs> Classic TV. Although I like that the gender roles are kind of flipped because it's usually, like, the girl like pleading for the relationship and the guy being like nope i'm not into her it nose. 
So I thought that was Her interesting. Nose is still um, crazy. But anyway, she gets a phone call from Hakan. <laughs> what do you guys think? Who says with, that um, like after everything, he like searched that... everyone's bags oh, and man. found well, yeah. the ring, like for the, real, the ring real. that they had been using was a fake one, and he found the real one and the emblem in Budak's bag, which we had seen right? the previous episode in Nissan's bag. So plot twist, I guess. And so when she comes back from that phone call, she finds out that a Ruya and Faisal are gone, and Vizier came for them, and Budak is also gone. So yeah, I clearly everything is pointing out like, like to Budak being the immortal. Be one of his well, Vizier, yeah. I guess. That's how he would prefer. And then they need to regroup, and they figure out that maybe, they probably maybe, maybe want to get the, the key pieces <laughs> from the aqueduct, and because they had talked about an aqueduct, so they like discuss possibly where there's an aqueduct between the airport and Zainab's house. Yeah, no, hates. I think that she hit them in that time, <laughs> and so then they find like what I don't understand is why haven't and they have this car our chase where brilliant, they're actually loyal not ones able to plus catch our up with them. most brilliant Hakan thought they have this just like they have Ria out of nowhere. Why haven't they just thought to like show Ria her photos of all the people? Like because like, they knew there was a mole, and like obviously know what Vizier looks like. So why haven't they used that? Oh my god, that's so logical. <laughs> Didn't even occur to me. Because um, Faisal and Ria have not seen Burak or Nissan right. in person. Like, there's never been an encounter, so that leaves the possibility open that it could be either of them still. But, like, why is this even a possibility? Just, you're not gonna, I mean, either bring okay. her to your safe house or, like, bring some I have photos. a question. Have why to, do I mean, they send Island to keep an yeah, eye on Ruya and Instagram for um, yeah. whatever uh Faisal oh my gosh like, that's if, so logical that's so much easier than like the, well I guess at that point they didn't know they had a mole yeah but like, or like they, why did they, they decide she was less the ring which also the easiest ring to counterfeit ever apparently just like I mean it's so... pretty ugly and the stone is like not precious it's just like kind of a milky like white thing so oh <laughs> but I I actually really like that Vizier had switched out the mm-hmm. stone because I Good like point. how crafty except she would be such a boring immortal. <laughs> as we were saying last she time, just has like a this, that the Gen Z kind of style. Well, he has to wear both because when he found the second one, he threw them down on the ground in a fit of rage, and now he doesn't know which one's real and which one's not. <laughs> the fighting scene was just terrible. That was like the worst fight choreography I've yeah. ever seen in a TV show. You mean like the test, the test fighting, like the yeah, the play fight, the training fighting. What it was he wasn't training them; he was just well, like he was be- beating them up, or like Nissan was like. Like, oh my god, I hated so that so much. the most annoying thing I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> she deserves to die just for that. <laughs> <laughs> we have a pretty harsh legal code at, at, on the podcast. Yeah. It gets the death sentence. Uh, no, it's a different bag. It's a different and bag, though. Beats up it's, it's, like, there's a backpack like, on the, in the past episode. In this episode, yeah. it's a messenger bag. 
yeah Amazing. yeah he's more qualified yeah that, that's why that's why i'm like okay so maybe it's because i already like hate nissan a lot but i am like so 100 percent convinced that she is because she's also poisoning i mean can't they just like conjure up six or seven more loyal literally like his his arm every episode we have and she's doing this and i love you and like all this like poor little bird like i think her whole arc is like much more sophisticated than the other arc and also she's the one that wasn't that weird where half a season and then oh wait i'm starting to put all the pieces together of course he has a wonderful instagram <laughs> do you guys think which we that, all know and love i think we're all pretty convinced that nissan is busier do you guys think that that poison is doing anything also my else? i i want to like, know why no one questions nissan why they only oh, get him okay maybe he's like a street urchin or whatever or like used to be and like a shady dude I mean, but like i don't think game, that just like, makes real him... shit at this point like who knows like is any or any oh that's yeah, awesome. that's calling out the I loved how he was like, I, I know it made me so mad because he's like, Oh, having his little love story with me, son. Just like, oh, sits on the dock can't have sex with whoever she wants. She's promiscuous. He could have just pulled it up on Google Images instead. Fishing like dinghy thing, like it wasn't even, he wasn't even like sitting on a normal surface. He was like in a boat. Yeah, pro tip, if you're about to take a poison <laughs> at the Noxy maybe but don't I, sit on a tilty boat next to the I, I like that that character is I mean, so he, sex positive. Like, I, he can't I wasn't die, sure that like, on the show, yeah. like, she's been so I'm openly, pretty sure he would take like, his own life she drinks, she has fun, she has sex, like, she enjoys her life, and I, and I like that about that character, like, like, that's okay to be a woman and behave that way, like, that's, you're still, like, a badass. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that's probably the 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 entrance. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't realize that. I also just feel like that does that aqueduct doesn't yeah. come up again potentially, <laughs> so that we can. Yeah. And I also like that he's like, yeah. <laughs> when that when I heard that line, when I was yeah, he fell in love, but yeah, he's been like, in, in her shoes before. That really it also really just yeah. like, oh, you're a bitch. Although he does so kind of react negatively confusing. to her yeah. rejecting. Well, she also goes to answer. Where, um, she yeah. she's doing what used to happen between Layla and Hakan, which was that one of them would always get a phone call from the other. Like Hakan would always get a phone call from the other one when he was with whomever. So I feel like that's what they're trying to do, and like that's why they have that phone call in that very key moment where where he's trying to open up and she's like sorry just having fun although i wonder if she because i I feel like she does like him or maybe she likes the flirting and distraction from hakan also like that could also be it Weird way to flirt. Weird way to flirt. Yeah, it seems like scratched up, but it must have been just like mud on her face. That was so odd. She had she fallen from her horse? Like what was the idea there? can get hurt no she can't 
Ooh. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> the whole thing was just dumb. His strap was very good. <laughs> He's always been dumb. I don't know. I don't know why they can't just fucking burn all this shit when they kill them. Like, if they literally just burnt them, like, it's a classic White Walker technique. I mean, I don't trust the screenwriter very much at this point, so I feel like it's gonna be something... It's gonna be super wacky. Like... That would be cool. That would be really, like, creepy if they, like, took them and tried to cremate them and then they didn't burn. They probably don't burn because, like, they don't... I mean, they don't really get holes in them when... But Rui, I can get a concussion from tripping on the forest floor. <laughs> wow. A little, mud, a little bit of mud on her face. She's pretending to And like the fact that Faisal, as an immortal, like thought that there was something wrong with her. Like you literally cannot. <laughs> it was amazing. What a great flashback. Oh also, God. he was riding a really cute horse. I think it would just be better to cut off the water supply and the electricity yeah. supply. Like, that would probably be more effective. I don't know. Well, he is, like, the richest man in Istanbul, although who knows who's controlling his company right now? <laughs> no one knows. Oh, yeah, the government. You're right. So he's not very rich at all. I don't know. And then also, like, Hakan just feels the need to go into the forest for his acid trip. Like, where was that? <laughs> There's not a lot of green space in Istanbul. Um, do you think the poison is making him stupider? or is It for sure is Nisa. Always been? I don't think it's possible for him to get dumber. But that's just... <laughs> he's always found the potential yeah. to be, like, extremely dumb. Do you think that taking poison He's from a, a scapegoat. random could be the vizier on a boat next to the water was just like a normal level it wasn't like a new low okay i do i do i think it's yeah, like see a, i really hate her a lot i hate dumbness, how she like always in him. goes into all those like <laughs> stereotypes about women being fair right. and needing support and <laughs> all right and, should we move into and our her voice like section? just even the tone of her voice yes. annoys me <laughs> We're going to move into our history section. Today we're going to be talking oh about the well, Maiden's Tower, go or Kuz Kulesi, which is the tower that Hakan takes an acid trip. I think he's just going to hate the world. Uh, either he's going to hate Vizier, or, well, he obviously is going to hate himself for having made her mortal. So and I, I, I wonder if like was, her dying as a mortal well, means she can't come back as an immortal. Um, it's on a little piece of rock outside of Uskidar. And the first official like time in history when we know about it being built was True. 1100 in the Byzantine Empire, and uh, it was. But I think he likes to make her himself believe that she likes that her as a person, the like as like having agency. Like he doesn't really side. like it when she makes and different decisions to Uskudar was a stone wall that you can actually still see today. So that's pretty cool. That was a big part of the conquest of Istanbul was finding a way around the chain 
And there's a lot of legends as to how it got its name, a lot of like Romeo and Juliet type situations. <laughs> so the first one, and it's also called this, is like the oh. Leandros uh, Tower because an ancient Greek myth of a priestess of Aphrodite who is in love with this, who's named Hero, who's loved in, with this dude named Leandros. They thought that Hero might have lived there and she would put a little light up and then Leandros would swim from the European side to come and make love to her and then would swim back. But of course she was a priestess of Aphrodite. So she was supposed to be a virgin. I really don't understand how that works. Goddess of love and sex. And she's not allowed to have sex. It's very confusing, but basically yeah. one day Aphrodite found out and sent a giant storm and then Leandros uh, drowned. So goodbye Leandros. And then, Oh, and then hero of course threw herself from the tower and died classic the uh next story is that uh one of the has had a daughter who the oracle predicted would die on her 18th birthday by a snake bite and so he was like i have a great idea i'm gonna stick her in the tower and then i'll just go visit her sometimes and she'll never get bitten by a snake because she's in a tower in an island in the middle of the bosphorus which seems like a good idea and then on her 18th birthday he was so thrilled to have afforded yeah. the prophecy yeah. that he brought her he should also just wear it at all times now fruits. like now that he found the real she one. reached in for the fruit he should just wear it snake bit like, her. even she if died. it's on his the end. on his jacket so, yeah, pocket so that way tower. when he finds vizier he can know it was also featured in two james bond movies from russia with love and the world is not enough and also in the amazing race which i'm sure yeah. eski can expound on i don't remember if they went they to did a- i watched this episode. actually remember- they had they had little travelocity gnomes hidden around the island oh that had to be like i mean that was a minute yeah. ago though recent season i just remembered being in the like opening credits like they sh- always show the places they go and uh they had a bunch of istanbul sites in i think the two seasons that they went there and i always freaked out <laughs> i just Great remember show. that they, people were like asking locals should i take a taxi back across oh or should i take the ferry and i was just like screaming at the tv take the ferry because they had to get to the galata tower and they were going to take a taxi like all the way. It was yeah. very dumb. Also, yeah, they, I, I still don't get how they always have the opposite idea after. about public transportation that they should in whichever city they go to. Like I remember in one season they went to, I think, Tokyo or Seoul, one of one of those East Asian ma- major cities. And they all thought that the trains would be faster, but they landed in the early morning. So taxi was like 10 times faster. <laughs> but then in Istanbul, they tried to take um, taxis and got stuck <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, that's why we would be amazing if we ever went on. I know. I know. Please donate to our amazing race. Um, <laughs> thank you. All right. That's all I have about Maiden's Tower. It's really cool. I don't recommend going to visit it, but go to the pier at Uskadar and have some fun and then have a drink i don't know <laughs> don't go visit why would you it's just a little tower <laughs> there's a restaurant i think in it or something there's something to do. yeah i think there's like an attraction there i've never For been sure. there <laughs> yeah yeah she's debilitating him i don't know if he's gonna die but she's making him weak All right, 
now we're going to move on into our WTF section. I think we've got a lot of good candidates today, as always, I guess. Who wants to go first? Well, my dog is screaming, so I will just quickly say and then go on mute again. Sorry again, listeners, about the photo thing. Like, why did they just not show Ria all those photos of royal ones plus Nissan plus Pura? Amazing. I don't know why no one thought of that, and everyone's first thought was just to stab all of their helpers. So my my first one is that when Hakan makes his really unbelievable, no one believes you threat against Ruya's life, cuts her on the neck, and she gets absolutely no blood on her white blazer. I mean, come on. Like, we all know wearing white clothes is so risky, and she just, she has a giant cut on her neck that doesn't get on her blazer. That's just... That's the most unbelievable thing in this whole show. My second one is the thing we talked about with the boat and the poison and being right next to the water. Like, don't go unconscious right next to the water. Seems like a good life plan. I Is it Island, the one who's the activist? Yes. Yeah, her arrow, her arrow wound is my next what the fuck because she uses both arms in the two seconds that she's in the show this episode and she's totally fine even though she ju- got shot by a giant arrow. Seems like that would take a while to heal. Unless she's the vizier. Unless she's the vizier, it's true. It's true. And it would explain her style, actually, because the vizier is just learning style from Instagram. So next episode will be this reveal that Aiden is the real vizier yes. after yes. zero seconds. We've discovered this here. All that forehead acting went, like, was for naught. <laughs> That's why it was so exaggerated, is because it was fake. And then the last one I have is the whistling duet that Nissan and Hakan do on the boat. What song was that? I did that not know That was like their on. song, the really creepy one that they listened to on repeat on the couch. Okay, I thought it was that, but it didn't sound like it at all either. No, so. it was terrible whistling. <laughs> it was just terrible all around. It was so awkward and it sounded terrible. And oh man, I hope those two don't get together. What are your what the fuck, Sophia? I guess on the one hand, no suspicion for Nissan whatsoever. That's yep, a big yep, what the fuck for me. One. I guess my other one would be the the stealing candy for kids was really what the fuck for <laughs> I me. liked that. Um, Classic Robin Hood vibes. So, so <laughs> unnecessary, like so dumb. What else did I not like um, or think was questionable? The distances for me is a big what the fuck. Like I don't understand how they move as quickly through the city when things are really far away and Istanbul is a really big yep. city like it's not it's not like in five like in five seconds you'll be outside of the city no in five seconds you'll be on the Asian side no <laughs> in five seconds you'll be like in some random aqueduct that's probably in the outskirts of the city no I just don't I hate that like this episode was sp- like specially egregious with that because Hakan's like in a room in the hammam which seems to be like in Balat or somewhere like in the center-ish of Istanbul. And then he's like just in that farm in five seconds. Yep. And in the forest, taking the acid and on the Asian side. I mean, he was busy, a busy boy dying of poison. Yeah. Those are my what the fucks. All right. Excellent. So that wraps us up for this episode of Turkish TV Time. We dedicate this episode to Faisal's last shower and shave, which happened clearly a month ago, and he's never going to do it again. Uh, We fear for his grooming regimen and his smell. 
next episode, we're going to be talking about season three, episode six. Maybe we'll find out who the vizier is. Maybe they'll throw it on Barack again. We'll see. Thank you guys so much for listening.